I, I'm the one that, I'm the only guy here that's a border state governor. You're trolling folks and trying to find migrants to play political games to try to get some news and attention so you can out Trump Trump. And by the way, how's that going for you, Ron? You're down 41 points in your own home state. For an hour and a half Thursday night, Governor Ron DeSantis, uh, Florida, and Governor Gavin Newsom of California, they shouted and interrupted each other. They tried to leave an impression on Fox News viewers beyond their uh, slugfest. And uh, we're going to get more into it now with Jessica Rosenthal. She's Fox News radio correspondent and WJR contributor. And Jessica, thank you so much for being with us this morning. Thanks for having me. So... Well, I was watching it last night, and it, it just seemed a lot like uh, it was DeSantis and Hannity versus Newsom and Biden. You, I mean, that, that I, I don't even need to be on. You just. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. Right. I'm just kidding. You just really succinctly summed it up because you're right. Both of them were wearing these two hats, right? Like Newsom was a surrogate sort of for the Biden administration. He said he could the president in A, that the economy is really working well, and he gave out some stats, and you guys just played one of those sound bites, but um, Newsom also said, there, there's one thing we have in common, um, neither of us will be the nominee in 2024. With that zinger, he, you know, he, you know, it was a put down an insult to DeSantis' campaign, but it was also confirmation, uh, more confirmation, that Newsom himself is not running, um, despite this debate, despite his attempts to raise his national profile, and DeSantis over there was defending, you know, his record, his state, uh, Hannity, and the questions that Hannity was posing used data, used factual data, right? But it was, it definitely was um, more in favor, right, mm-hmm. of the state of Florida, the stats, right, were, were more uh, sort of pointing out some of California's issues and problems that they're, that they're working on. So you're right, it, it was a, a national there was this national tinge to it, right? And and that's where the, you know, that's where people sort of staked out, you know, are you on Team DeSantis? Are you Republican for 2024 on, on his side? Or do you want President Biden? It, it was setting that up. And so you're right. I think that was it. Jessica, I questioned sort of what the point of the whole thing was. If DeSantis <laughs> is down 41 points in his own home state to Trump and Gavin Newsom continuously said he's not running, what were we watching then? It's a really good question. I think I think Hannity and Newsom have this relationship, and it's very rare to see such a progressive figure and a, and a leader, really, in the Democratic Party go on a show like Sean Hannity, mm-hmm. right? So when they had their interview a few months ago, Hannity sort of set it up, right? Would you debate DeSantis, who, who might be the nominee? Um, and I think that was part of a, a you know, a, a plan, right, to showcase. And Sean said it in, in the in the title of the debate, red state versus blue state. Like, let's have that discussion almost as a side conversation to 2024's who's better. And you can deny, like, Newsom can deny it all he wants, but, you know, the, the talk among analysts and pundits and people who follow this is that Newsom is setting himself up for possibly a 2028 run. And I guess at the end of the day, we don't know what's going to happen. Right. I mean, Joe Biden is 81 years old. Um, Trump appears to be running away with with polling. But polling also indicates that no one really wants a rematch. So I think there's some, I guess, subconscious. I don't know what to call it. Uh, something in the in the zeitgeist here, something underneath all of this that's saying, it, you know, if everybody wants a generational change, is, is this the generational change? Are these the leaders? 
And if not, if so, let's hear from them. And so I think that was sort of an effort, even if they're not running, you know, even if Newsom isn't running, to hear from both of these parties. And Newsom is, is basically setting himself up as a Biden surrogate. So you basically had almost like, almost what felt like a vice presidential debate, possibly, mm-hmm. or, you know, like something, yeah. something less than a little bit presidential. But although we, we again, I can't say that, right? DeSantis very well could become president. We just don't know. And, and if so many people don't want Trump and Biden, then maybe it was maybe this was worth it. Um, I don't know. It was certainly entertaining. Uh, we're speaking with Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News radio correspondent and WJR contributor. You know, uh, Jessica, in the three Republican debates, uh, DeSantis seemed like he was kind of struggling to make Awkward. any type of Im- impression. He seems like he's a little bit more feistier with this debate. Maybe he needs to take some of this into the, the next debate with his Republican counterparts. I feel like you should be an analyst because I've read I've read that exact same, um, I guess, analysis uh, from from others that DeSantis seemed more comfortable. It might have been because of the framing of the questions. Right. And Mm -hmm. and the showcasing of California's issues and problems. And I'm a lifelong California girl. Uh, I you know, I I was following that all of that closely. Um, And so maybe that was maybe that was a little bit a, a part of, of why DeSantis maybe seemed more comfortable. Maybe there was no audience also. Maybe it was also DeSantis was battling a Democrat and not a fellow Republican where you feel like maybe you have to walk a different line. I don't know. It'll be, it would be an interesting question to ask him, but um, you're right. I, it did seem, he did seem a little bit more comfortable on that stage calling out um, with, you know, with the help of Hannity's questions. California's issues and problems. Those those are real problems. And Newsom came back, you know, Newsom, you know, pivoted. Um, and some might say he did it, pivoted well. Some might say he didn't. That's for others to decide. But with every question, Newsom would say, well, you know, actually on crime, um, you know, Florida has cities with, with higher murder rates specifically. So he would always take the data and say what, and he would do a well actually um, to every data point that Hannity threw up. Uh, so that was Newsom's sort of tactic. It's up to others if it worked or not. Uh, Jessica, Nikki Haley still trails Trump by by large margins for this uh, presidential race, but she is getting yeah. big donors, and Trump is taking notice because he sort of is poo-pooing the big money she just got. Yeah, I think what's happening is people are sort of, it seems like the, the big money donors, right? And you're referencing the, the Coke Network, the right. Americans for Prosperity Pact, um, which is, I mean, that's millions right there. And that's door knocking. You know, that's campaigning in Iowa for the next six weeks uh, to help Nikki Haley. So we're, we're absolutely going to see, we're absolutely going to see her benefit from that. But you're, you're right. It's almost like, what, what is that? Is it a battle for second place? Is it a willingness to spend money to be second place? Are these donors seeing something a possibility here, a path, and Nikki Haley's campaign will tell you there's absolutely a path here because um, Trump voters might be open, you know, primary Republican voters might be open to somebody else, depending on what happens. And you might look at your, you might look at the polling numbers and say, gosh, Trump is so far ahead. Like, what are they talking about? Um, and Trump himself has said, stop it, I'm going to be the nominee. But six weeks is a lot of time, actually, in politics. A lot can happen. And Trump is also facing many legal challenges. Those only seem to be boosting his poll numbers. But, you know, this is this is a really uh, interesting, tenuous time when you have people willing to throw millions of dollars at somebody to be second place. They must be seeing something 
or willing to commit to something that they see in those numbers and that they see in Trump. Jessica, a bottom line, I mean, was there a winner between Newsom and DeSantis last night or was the winner uh, the Sean Hannity show trying to get ratings? <laughs> uh, well, somebody actually, a few people on social media said, actually, Donald Trump won yet another debate he didn't attend. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if, uh, if I agree with that or not. But, uh, you know, suffice it to say, I don't think there was a clear winner. I think if anything, I think you guys might agree with this. I think everybody might agree with this. It, it just, you watched that debate like you watched a football game, right? Mm-hmm. You're rooting for one side to make the point that you want. I'm not sure it swayed anybody. I'm not sure it changed anybody's opinion. It might have just been one of those things that solidified you, puts you more solidly in your camp, and maybe was something to root for if you agreed with one man or another. Or just some entertainment. Yeah. There were some yeah, zingers. Exactly. All right, Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News radio correspondent, WJR contributor. Thank you so much for going into the weeds with us on this uh, great debate between the blue state and the red state. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Uh, Will we see more of this, Jamie? Probably. In the the future? (laughs) Probably. You know, and if the ratings were good last night, will Sean try to get Nikki Haley in with somebody? Well, you just said it. If the ratings were good, then yes. As we go on in this presidential race that, you know, we still have a year of this, Lloyd. We do. Uh, We're going to take a break. Come right back at 749. Marie Osborne will be here, senior news analyst. And uh, she's going to talk about this national data breach at a company hired by Corwell Health that has impacted the health information of roughly a million patients in southeast Michigan. You're going to want to hear more about this and we'll have it for you coming up right after this on JR Morning.